Uh, all right, anything else that we want to talk about? Um, you know, we could talk about how bad Justin Coleman and Shaquille Griffin were in that game. Uh, anything else that people do want to talk about before we, we hang it up? Yeah, way too early question for all of you guys. Do you think the Seahawks will have any big activity around the trade deadline? People are starting to talk about it as it's the end of October is the trade deadline. I think it's like October 30th or something around that. There's some rumors starting to come out. Do you think there's any candidates on the Seahawks for maybe a trade or on other teams? Oh, well, you talked about this a little bit last week. And considering that there were rumors that they were waiting for the Rams game to see whether they should trade Earl, uh, and that obviously went disastrously, uh, maybe they should trade Bobby. Oh, should... What? Yeah. He's only got a what? year left after this. He's going to be 30. Are you going to – we're going to end up in the exact same place with Bobby that we did with Earl. If you weren't willing to pay Earl, I don't know why you'd be willing to pay Bobby. And why not get in front of it? Everyone says, what would Bill Belichick do? Bill Belichick would trade Bobby Wagner. Especially now, like this team, like two and three, like I think the NFC is shaping up a little bit differently than, you know, we would have guessed. And they're actually not like completely out of the playoff picture yet, but you got to figure the season's not going to happen in terms of playoffs and they're definitely not one in the division. And so, yeah, maybe trade, maybe now's the time to trade Bobby. Are you trolling me right now? No, if you can trade him to a contender, if there's some value there, if you can get a little extra because you're doing it mid season and somebody wants to make a push. Are you, the question you have to answer is, are you going to pay Bobby? Yes. You're going to pay a 30 year old linebacker. How much money? Top money. He's going to ask for top linebacker money, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. But they didn't trade they didn't pay Earl. If they weren't willing to pay Earl, why are they gonna pay Bobby? Brian, Jeff, are you taking crazy pills right now? You're on your own. I want to see how you handle this. Are you kidding me? <laughs> are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Bobby Wagner? He's not hold up. I don't even think he's 29 years old yet. I think he's about he will to be 30 by the time his next contract starts. 30 by the next Hold up. How Bobby Wagner, 1990 child, is currently 28 years old. You're going to trade Bobby Wagner. And how old was Earl Thomas in his second to last year with the Seahawks? 29? 8. 28. Was he actually 28? I thought yes. he was 28. Yes. Earl is 29 right now. He won't be 30 till next year, till May next year. You I have mean, to make I, these I, like these these decisions are are like insanely hard and trading Bobby is insane, but like if you don't, you end up where you did with Earl. I... Who do you want to pay? Do you want to pay like Frank Clark and do you want to pay Jadavion Clowney? And you, you can pay, pay both. both, sure. But I mean, you're you're just it's all just pushing it around, right? I mean, you got to rob Peter to pay Paul with the cap. So this this is well to me. You keep Bobby. You let KJ walk. Okay, I, I don't I don't think you extend KJ after this year. I, I think you hope that Shaquem takes his spot and really excels with that role. But yeah, I'm willing to pay Bobby whatever he wants. Like, what are we talking? 15, 16 a year? Hell yeah. Done deal. Isn't that more than they would have had to pay Earl? Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is the thing. It's hard to argue this because like I was I was on the either pro pay Earl side or trade him. Like I think keeping him in limbo was weird. Um, I would have, I wouldn't really have had a problem with them 
paying Earl. So like paying Earl, Bobby and Earl are two foundational players. I just, I don't, I don't see this as the same as like the Cam Chancellor situation or the Richard Sherman situation. These are not players who are acting up. These are not players who are like revolting against the front office. Bobby Wagner is a stud. He doesn't complain about shit. He shows up every single day, works hard, and he's consistent. I just, I don't, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't think it's fair to argue that. What would you trade Bobby Wagner for? Would you trade him for a first round pick? That starts the conversation. I wouldn't even, I, I, I think first round pick is the start of the conversation. I, I mean, you're not getting more than that. Like you're not getting the Khalil Mack deal or anything like that. Of course not, but people view him as a, a lot of people around the league view him as better than Keekley, and I think he is. Sure. So you could, do you think you get a first round pick out of it? Maybe, maybe you should. You should. You shouldn't settle for less. If somebody calls me asking for giving me a first round pick for Bobby, I think I pull that trigger. Well, really? so what you're really asking, Nathan, is would you trade Bobby for Rashad Penny? <laughs> well. Or Bobby for Jermaine Effetti. That's the thing. There's no guaranteed return on Bobby for Richard Dow. That's what you're really asking. I mean, what's the? I guess what's the concern over Bobby? Is it injuries? Because age, age, and contract. You pay good players. I'm willing to say that Bobby is going to be successful and excel through age 32, age 33. I'd take that risk. So I'm going to say two contradictory things and, and we're going to have to start getting ready to wrap. Cause I got to get back to packing you guys. <laughs> but, but one, I, I am, I could get behind a front office philosophy. That was, I'm not going to, I'm not going to pay third contracts to players unless we're in contention. Like if, if we're in a situation where we're not clearly contending for a championship, third contract guys are the first to go. And so I, I could get behind that even, and that would be tough with something like Bobby and guys like Earl. Um, I think there are questions about investing in guys that are approaching 30 when you're not clearly about to contend. I think the Seahawks are at least a year away, most likely they're a couple years away from accumulating enough talent to, to, to do that. If all things align by that time, maybe Bobby's not as, uh, as, as smart of a place to be spending the money. The other thing I'd say is I think Bobby's going to be uh, – can be a contributor in the, in the middle linebacker position for a long time. You know, he is – he's a sure tackler. He is super fast. So even as he slows down, I think he's still going to be faster than the average middle linebacker. Um, I think he can play at least into his mid-30s if, if that's what he wants to do. And if the team signed him, I wouldn't bat an eye. So those are my two conflicting points of view. Jeff, you have final word on this. Any thoughts before uh, on this topic before we close it up? I think Nathan does bring up a good point because they've just botched a lot of their forward thinking and a lot of just they let the value of their players go. But I think one of the reasons they didn't sign Earl is because they knew that they're planning on signing Bobby to the third contract. I believe their models because I do believe, as Nathan indicated, they're going to be very heavy in the pass rush market this year because that's a clear hole in their team and this year really aligned. So I think they've kind of figured out that they couldn't pay both Bobby and Earl, even though they got a ton of cap room. And maybe they made their decision that they got to pay only one of them. Maybe that's Bobby. And I think, I think they're going to go after a big pass rusher. And, and that maybe includes signing Clark because they got, I think 60 million. So I think that 
I think Bobby's going to get extended. And I know third contracts have not worked out for this team. And they clearly made an indication with Earl. But that's my impression that they couldn't, they kind of figured out they had to sign only one of them and it won't be both of them. So, and in terms of the trade discussion, I think they'd be really stupid if they add any players at the deadline. I think that would be a really dumb idea. They cannot afford to give up picks or assets for the future because things really set up for them nicely to come, kind of come back in 2019. They got the cap room. They're starting to see something emerge here potentially. So don't give away from your future. Do not add for maybe a wild card spot. That's the dumbest thing you can possibly do. See what you can do with this team. Maybe you slip into the wild card. Maybe you don't. But if you add, that's just stupid. All right. And on that note, folks, uh, we're going to wish you a fond farewell. A thank you to Mike Stellari for restoring some amount of (laughs) dignity to the Seahawks offensive line. And uh, if you're not already a Hawk Blogger patron, please join at uh, patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Hawk Blogger. All the proceeds go to good cause and uh, get to meet some other Hawk Blogger patrons and private Facebook group and ask us questions and all sorts of good stuff. And as Evan will always want to remind you, if you have a restaurant, if you have a bar and you want us to come and promote and bring some friends along with us, Please reach out, let us know, or share it with your local watering hole. Um, great to do on a road game. Even though I won't be there this weekend, maybe you guys can get something done for, for the London game. So uh, tally-ho, pip-pip, cheerio, all that good stuff. Um, go Hawks.